1: So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers four to six percent returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit StairsApp.com today. The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm.
4: Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
2: Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds... Grab your mouse and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm is now in session.
0: Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Ross Tunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, who manages the SEO team at Seer Interactive. Today we have a special guest, David Harry, aka the Gypsy, and owner of the SEO Dojo. How are you doing, David?
4: Good, my friends. Good. Glad to
0: be here. Happy to be here. Thanks for having yes. me. We appreciate it. Yes. Thank you, John, for setting all this up. Now, John, you had some good reasons for bringing David on, other than the fact that he's obviously a very kind individual.
3: Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, at the end of the last show, we talked about the idea of really doing a show about article marketing and, you know, what's important in article marketing, how is it working, is it working, all that kind of stuff because we had a a listener on Facebook, I think, asked us some questions about it. Um, Some interesting things happened in search over the last week that may or may not tie into this and and David wrote some really nice stuff about it. I thought this would be a great idea. Let's get David in. Let's talk about this stuff and see how it applies because he's got some really good um, takes and and information about this. So uh, I thought he'd be a great person to have on.
0: Awesome. Now, um, I guess uh, at this point, uh, we were just talking to David, and he mentioned that he, he'd, he'd run a few ideas through his uh, SEO dojo on what people thought would be good ways to start, but I don't want to craft the conversation entirely. Where would you like to start, David? Where do you think is the best place to start when we talk about article distribution and, and getting the best benefit from it?
4: I, Oh, boy, that's a loaded question. A couple of places. <laughs> I guess we'll start off the top, the easy one. Um, foundational links is something that I, I believe Deborah told me the other day that she coined the term. Now. I think of links in, in terms of foundational links is almost like how you build a house. So directory links, article marketing, or article repository, or, or whatever you want to call it, the, those become foundational links. So it's a great thing to to use, but it's not an end, end game thing. You know what I mean? You're not going to just throw some directly links. I was article marketing done. I'm not ranking. Oh my God. Those guys gave me bad advice on what, you know, on SEO 101. they suck. Um, no, it, <laughs> it, it, I think the first thing for, especially for anyone, you know, since it is a one one show, you know, that, that people need to understand it. It's just the foundation that you're building upon that, that any article marketing like uh, of the repository type is always just a foundational thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of the things you might start with. It's not going to, you know, when you you're not going to get used cars or something as a as a ranking for that, you know?
3: so so when you talk about foundational links and you, you think about the entire link profile for a site, you know, where do you see foundational links being percentage wise of your entire link profile?
4: Um, I might certainly want them below you know a third, you know, and once again I'm talking small businesses, you know, you you get into large corporate sites, it's going to be a different animal. But I'm assuming a lot of the listeners are going to be people that are building this, you know, SMBs and stuff like that. So I certainly wouldn't want them being more than, than you know, 30% or lower,
3: you know. Mm-hmm. So so, so as Foundation Links is not just this because you mentioned a couple other different link building tactics, you know, some of the bigger directories. So – and I'm just saying this because, you know, this show is about article marketing, but that only has to be a small piece of what your entire link building strategy should be. I just want to emphasize that for the people that are listening.
0: Yeah, and the other thing too is when we were discussing this is um, – the big part about getting these articles out there and then the best part about it in my opinion, and that's why I love blogging is you get to control the content you get to control the links that are within the content and the keywords within the links. Um, when that stuff gets, uh, you know, scraped, it gets put on different article posts because you put it on yeah. there. You name it, that stuff's going to help you.
4: But it can't be a secondary thought. It's, it's you know, um, Meaning that that you can't just you know go to ODesk, pay someone five bucks or two bucks for an article, and expect that to go on there and get redistributed. It's not about getting the link from e or whoever. You know, it's about actually getting on e getting to the top of the list, more people publishing it. It's about getting hundreds of links, not one. Mm-hmm. And, and so, I don't think you can approach it with that whole uh, you know ODesk kind of mentality.
3: So you have you have to craft some real content. Is what you're saying.
4: Of course. Yeah. yeah um, exactly. I, I think that people that are, are short sighted that don't, don't consider that, that, you know, don't, you know, just half ass the article and well, we're just throwing it on there. But yeah. I, and, and give, sorry, go ahead. I, I think the other part is the evolution of, of article marketing, which, which these days, you know, I, I, I would prefer people consider it in the terms of content placement, meaning sometimes you're going to target maybe easy and articles in the other top places, But if you maybe go out and pay two, three hundred bucks to have a a copywriter do something, start to look. Okay, let's get try and get this placed on certain media sites because that's still the the same goal. You're trying to get an article put somewhere. You're trying to get it on somewhere of authority to build links. So sometimes you might use an article repository, but other times you might craft a really good piece and and go to like a a top media site in your niche and say, hey, you know, they're jonesing for content by and large. You can say, hey, can you get this on there? Yeah, right. And the same goes for, for guest blogging as well. It's another great idea. Right. Way it's the it. same it's exactly the same idea. At that point you're you know, you're gonna hopefully build links to that page, which will funnel through the links in your article to your page. Mm-hmm. So there's a few ways to, to skin the cat than just article repositories. That's That's very good. You're saying something, John?
3: No, I was saying it, I was agreeing completely. Very very good thoughts. I agree. Okay.
0: So um, when it comes to this content, uh, how long is there a sweet spot in terms of size? Do you think I've always had this question asked, and I, I know, what I say, but I'm
4: curious what you think. I think there's an element of luck in things. Um Sometimes things will go viral or, or get more exposure than others. You know what I mean? We all have blogs ourselves, and sometimes you'll put a post up saying, "Oh, this is going to kill," and it does nothing. And then you whip mm-hmm. something off in an hour, put it up, and it goes over well. It's like you know, sometimes it's a crapshoot. You know, you don't
3: always. Know. So, so, do you ever take into considerations? So, when, you're, when you when you create an article, you say, "Okay, I'm going to do this for distribution or placement," as you say. Um, you know, when you're looking at where you want it targeted, I know with a lot of those distribution sites, and the, you know, you really don't really know where the article is going to end up, or how many different places it's going to end up, or what the quality of those sites are where your article will end up. Um, how do you how do you deal with that? How do you deal with understanding and helping to craft where that article is going to end up?
4: Yeah. Uh, once again, I think that comes down to what you're doing with the article. If, if you're, you know, if I'm paying a copywriter to whip out some 400-word stuff, then that's the kind of stuff I'm probably going to use in article marketing. You know what I mean? It's not in-depth, and I'm not expecting Because I know most of the people using these sites, the demographic is just people looking to do MFA sites, and just they're looking to fill their site up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so fine, great. But if, if somebody does something and, and I say, well, that's not bad. Let's expand on that. I'll give you a couple hundred more bucks. And then it's almost an expense thing. It, it depends how much effort you put in the article. If I put a, a, a lot of expense and resources into one, I'm going to look to do placement more than I would just putting it out to an RM marketing repository, you know. And right. it, for, for placement, that's all about, you know, Deborah Malister is, is a very wonderfully sick woman. Um, <laughs> you know, she'll, she'll research her targets if it's a journalist or a, a whoever it is. You know, she'll find out if they like cats. Do they like pizza? Do they like this? You know, if you're trying to do an article placement, learn a lot about the person. You know what I mean? Don't just sort of say, oh, I got this email list from one of my SEO tools and I'm going to send out this form letter to all these people. You know, you're going to have a low response rate. You know, mm-hmm. so if you I'm don't want to get it, go ahead.
0: Yeah, a lot of it's um, – well, some of it anyway, depending on your target, can be also following the buzz that's out there, tying it in somehow into what you're talking about and, and maybe proving a point. Like say something's happening in the world today or or let's say this. You wanted to do something about social media management and reputation and all that stuff and then you want to talk about uh, – was, was it Calvin Klein? Who was it? The guy that, that totally stepped on toes there. Uh, uh anyway, play no, so what you're talking about, buddy. Oh,
4: no? oh, you've got to check it out. No, it's you, pretty you, bad. I'm an SEO. You say stepped on toes. I keep hearing Jason Kalkanis in my. Face. <laughs> <laughs> this is true.
0: No, I, I feel bad. I'm going to say Klein, but yeah, no, someone, uh, one of those top guys, anyway. Totally, someone totally unattached to reality said something about Cairo, and how, uh, and and tied it into a sales pitch. It was like, you know, oh think
4: think think about news. Think about news. If you've got something massively right wing, then you'd go to Fox News, right? Yeah. Same kind of thing. You, you want to look at your targets and, and, and get a feel for what kind of things their readers will go for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Well, and, yeah, it's like doing those uh, uh, infographics. You know, you're just – in those cases, you're just trying to get links. Like it's just – you're getting people to look at it they're like, oh, that's cool. They pass it along. Well, in this case, going for uh, something that's highly um, visible at this point and then talking and tying it into how you handle reputation management can be another good way to make something go viral.
4: Well, and But that brings you back to why you're getting the links and what, like you said earlier, having the control over the anchor text. I think a lot of infographic guys, they, they, they write about how much traffic they get and stuff. But what terms are they actually ranking for with that infographic? You know, yeah. what is really, you know, no one ever writes about that. I think there's probably a reason. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> probably a good reason. So, so I know some of the questions I've heard in the past about article marketing. Um, people said, well, how do you make sure that? Other people who publish your content don't outrank you for your own content or you know, they don't get the, the traffic that you deserve because you created it. Do you have any thoughts on that?
4: Yeah, well, I think we'll, we're going to be getting into that soon with the whole algo thing. But, right. you know, i um, getting to lead into that you know, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we got to take a break apparently, so. Yeah, yeah, well, what, yeah why don't we to do that? Let's, to let's to take that. a
0: break right now and we'll get back and, and, and we'll jump yeah. into the algo and all that, that mess. All right.
2: <laughs> SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day?
4: at
1: BruceClay.com Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple.
2: Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, who manages the SEO team at Sierra Interactive, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. We've got uh, David Harry, a.k.a. The Gypsy, owner of the SEO Dojo on today, and uh, we're just going through some article attribution, how to, how to get your articles the best impact they can online when you're trying to syndicate uh, some of the best, you know, best practices and it's just pretty much a rant well sort of a ramble i should say and at this point uh john had a great question which i'll let you just uh, recount again if you don't mind
3: well basically the question was kind of leading to another topic i want to get into today um with david is about this new algorithm that was launched um earlier i think it was last week yeah it had been last week um was how how do you deal with the fact that if you're publishing content, it goes out across multiple sites? People ask me, they're worried about other people ranking better than they do for their own content. And, and I asked Dave if he had any thoughts on that. And I really think it t- – and I was trying to lead into this conversation about this algorithm switch. So it, just kind of bypass that question and just go go into the algorithm um, and because the answers are going to come up eventually. Um, so – um, for those who don't know, Matt Cutts made an announcement um, – I don't know the exact date, but it was a week or so ago – that on his blog that the algorithm change had launched and it referenced a post he'd made a week ago talking about these different things that they were going to be doing with the algorithm. Um, so – People started talking about it, and it came down to where everybody said this, this algorithm is going to target content farms. So people are pushing out tons and tons of content. Um, um, David actually wrote a very good article kind of challenging challenging that and saying, no, this is not about content farms. It's about attribution. Um, if, you, if you get a chance to read it, it's a great article. It's, a, it's on his site, News, uh, Search News Central. Um, I think he calls it the latest Google algorithm change. Um, take a look, read it. It's a very good article. Um, so can we talk a little bit about how, how this attribution and how that algorithm may or may not have impacted article marketing? Because that's pretty much a form of attribution.
4: Um, I, it even goes beyond that. It goes, It goes once again, going back to the whole content placement concept, which is kind of your second level of article marketing, where you're not mass producing your Focusing on certain places you want your content to be. Um, in 2006, uh, 8, sorry, I was asked to uh, go onto web, uh, web Pro News and they wanted to syndicate my content uh, verbatim. Um, so at the time I talked to a Googler and I said, I said, okay, well, how does this work out? I'm, this is a much higher authority site. Are they going to outrank me? So at the time they said, well, you know, no problem. Just have them link back to you. Okay, Okay. so I started doing that, and and it was working maybe 60 or 70% of the time. Okay, so that wasn't working. So last summer, um, a friend of mine, he had been getting his stuff verbatim published on, on, on a big social site and on Facebook, and he was getting outranked for his own content, of course. So once again, I went back to them, and I said, well, you know, your advice from two years ago isn't working, so what do we do now? And Google said to me, they said, well, okay, what you need to do is maybe delay the RSS. <laughs> so come this year, this announcement came out. So I guess that's maybe why I kind of noticed what Matt had said. It was kind of confusing because the week before in the Google official Google blog post, they had said that, that we're going to combat this thin content and da-da-da, which seemed to be a response to the, the, the Washington Post articles about crappy results and what right. have you. So if this thing works as advertised, and that is advertised means that they're somehow magically going to start figuring out attribution of the originator of a piece of content. If it works out as advertised, if anything, this will be a good for article marketers. Um, people that are using this kind of approach, this is a really good thing because you no longer have to worry about being outranked for your own stuff, you know. Um is that going to work out? I don't know. But if it does, it'd be a good thing.
3: You know, right. it was funny. So, Go ahead. So, no, I was going to say, so basically what you're saying is, you know, um, the one thing you had to worry about was whether your content was good. Other people who publishing your content were, was going to outrank your content on your site. And, then, and so as a link building tactic, that was your one fear. Now, if this is, you know truly what this algo does, and the, the attribution goes back to you. And these other people are not going to rank. Now it's a pure link building play, and you don't have to worry about that. So that's what you're saying?
4: Exactly. This is a bonus for you know people doing this article marketing approach. It that was your only concern. So yeah, now we've turned it into a pure link building machine. If they manage to sort this out.
0: Now, so, as I was saying earlier, though that that's entirely determined on, on how Google. Then treats the sites that were duplicating the content. If they ignore the links off that, which would be a fair thing to do, that, like in, in Google's eyes anyway, that could actually be a
4: bad thing. Then, um, an algorithm like this would be kind of separate from a page rank calculation. Though there's, there's no, they don't. It's not like they tie in together. The one misconception people say a lot when I read things on the web is they call it the Google algo singular when it's not. It's dozens upon hundreds of different algos. You know what I mean? So. Your PageRank calculations aren't going to be the same as your attribution ones. Attribution's a much simpler: who found it, who had it first. Meaning, you know, so an article marketer could, in theory, publish something on their blog, wait a day or two for Google to in, index it, then go and take the very same content and slap it out on a dozen article networks, and you should be safe. And but the links did- will still follow because an attribution isn't the same as, as oh, this guy didn't publish it first, so the links are no good now. That's not what it is. You know what I mean? But they did imply that they would be looking at sites that had um, a lot
0: of, you know, low quality content or at least content not of their own, um, and that that would be a devaluing factor. Now, wouldn't that then? Yeah, imply but that that's they not do?
4: that's not what this change is. Um, this change is entirely about just attribution and source attribution of a given piece of content and how it ranks. It's not to do with anything to do with. Thin content, um, and because that that is so difficult to figure out, you know. Blacko went ahead to try and make their big news splash and said, "Oh, we've kicked out uh, Ehow or whatever." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you Google's not big on that, and and could you imagine if Google had done that? If Google said <laughs> we just arbitrarily made a subjective decision and and did a hand job and nuked this one site. People well, you, would be up in arms. People would be going, "Oh, so Google's the police now? Google
3: decides who and what? You know, they have not, to find an algorithmic solution to things." Not, not to mention that, that Demand Media basically is one of these content farms. One specifically, Ehow. They own Ehow, and they just went public, and, and and they're just they made billions and billions of dollars. And one of their partners, so to speak, is Google. So is Google going to do this to one of their financial partners as well? You know, publicly like that? It'll never happen.
0: But there are a lot of uh, content farms out there that frankly are useless and <laughs> they have low-quality content that are just full of garbage links.
4: There's going to have to be some sort of uh, of judgment against that kind of site. Well, well the, quote, the quote from Matt's blog in the announcements, once again, the, the week before the Google blog said – Thin content, but on his, he says we're evaluating multiple pages that should help drive spam levels lower, including one change that primarily affects sites that copy other's content and sites with low levels of original content. Bit of a hint, but yeah. the net effect—the net effect—is that searchers are more likely to see sites that wrote the original content rather than a site that scraped or copied site's content. Ehow's not copying, so this is about yeah. scrapers and this is about you know exactly. duplication.
0: Yeah, which is what I'm saying. So it's not like – I'm not saying that – it's anything more than a hint, but you know, hints are pretty big when you get it from Google, <laughs> especially if something you know is good for their results.
3: And, um, and to be and to be clear, uh, you know, we talked about this this algo thing that began before we, after the break, and I, I mentioned that David wrote wrote an article saying that it was not about content farms. Later on, Matt came out, and I guess he spoke to to Barry at Search Engine Land, and Barry wrote an article talking about content farms, and Barry wrote a retraction saying, "No, they contacted me. It's not about content farms." So, I mean, we know specific. That that's not what this current algorithm is hitting. Just to make that clear for everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: Sorry, go on. Barry, Danny, and company finally got a hold of Matt um, to add, to get the clarification on Monday when they had that search event of things that they crashed.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was great. I <laughs> I loved it. Oh but, god, that was so much fun to watch.
0: <laughs> okay, I'd like to get into that in a second, but let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to jump into that
2: a bit. SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
1: If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns social media campaigns with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar if you want to increase your internet marketing revenue look for the raven go to raventools.com that's raventools.com
2: from domains to digital marketing, social media to blogging, you can reach this broad audience by using what you're listening to right now. Reach the thousands of internet marketers that download and listen live to the premier on-air and on-demand podcast network. Webmasterradio.fm with the internet marketing channel featuring shows like the Joel Comm Show, the WordPress Community Podcast, and more. Our ad campaigns are fully integrated with multiple avenues of exposure, from slick, effective 30-second commercials to detailed, informative 30-minute town hall meetings. Expose your products and services to listeners and podcasters of not just shows like Market Edge and Domain Masters, but anyone looking for ways to market their business with your product. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm to find out more.
1: Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? let top seos give you peace of mind topseos.com the independent authority on search vendors
2: lpo landing page optimization mondays at 2 p.m eastern 11 a.m pacific or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel only on webmasterradio.fm Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over, and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm with John Kirkett, who manages the SEO team at Sear Interactive and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of step Web Marketing, Inc. Uh, we're here today with David Harry, a.k.a. The Gypsy, owner of the SEO Dojo, and we're just talking about uh, article marketing, and, and uh, previously we were just discussing the algorithmic changes uh, discussed by Matt Cutts and uh, how it jumbled, got all jumbled, really. Uh, and now we're kind of intrigued because we're going to start uh, it's well, just fine. Well, I can't well,
3: help it. <laughs> Before we go into that, Ross, real quick, I want to close up this this thing about the algorithm change. Okay. So, 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 David, for our listeners, if if you're out there and you're considering, um, you know, not necessarily scraping content but publishing RSS feeds, what's what's the takeaway from all this for our listeners? What should they do and not do based on all this that's been going on?
4: I I don't think at this point that we're we're looking at anything that's really going to affect anyone doing article marketing. Um, like I said, if anything, if it works as advertised, it's it's actually a bonus net effect. You know what I mean? That they're actually going to get more.
3: For, the, the the risk has actually become lower. So, I, I,
4: as a foundational link building tactic, I think you're still quite safe.
3: Okay, excellent, cool. Okay, Ross, I know you want to get to this. So go go to town, buddy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm just
0: enjoying. It. I'm I'm writing a you know nothing out of this order out of of the ordinary, but just a a blog post and all the stuff that's happened for fun. It's just, I enjoy it immensely, but anyway, what's happened. Oh, where to begin. Um, okay. So Google, uh, conducted a sting. It had a feeling that Bing was taking, um, uh, search results from, from Google and copying them essentially. And they were doing it using the, uh, internet, internet explorer and, uh, their Bing toolbar, which I don't know much about. I never actually installed, but, uh, in any case, they they conducted this sting and then they they publicly outed Bing for copying content. Well, as you can imagine, might imagine this caused a, a bit of a stink. And uh, well, it's just been joy. <laughs> I love watching all this stuff. The best part was the video, though, at the Farsight conference. Um, they got some. Uh, Business Insider has a great some great clips that are short uh, out of the forty minute presentation where Matt cuts and. Uh, uh, what was his name? Shum, uh, Henry Shum. Shum. Anyway, uh, yeah, from being uh, really get it on. I mean, they, they, they there was there's
4: a, some negative energy there. <laughs> yeah.
3: This was the most evil I've ever seen. Mad cuts.
4: Yes. <laughs> I I well, it's it's always fun to see these these mild mannered IR geeks actually try and get nasty. Come on. <laughs> yeah.
3: But you know who you know who I think won out of that entire argument. That entire the entire video was Bleco because Bleco was also there and they were very calm, collected. They were kind of on the side but I think if anybody got anything good out of that, it was those guys. You <laughs> know, I think I, we're going to
0: find
4: out at some point that you have stocks in them. I don't. <laughs> because, I think, like, I think <laughs> you know, as someone said to me earlier today that Blecko panders to the SEOs. You know what I mean? Once again, if, oh, if, Google had, if Google had turned around and kicked any one site out of the index, there'd be an uproar. G does it, everyone's like, Oh, very good, because that's what the SEOs wanted, with e how and demand media out of there. You know what I mean? So right. if Google tries it if Google tries it, there's enough for a no name tries it, it's a you know, clap clap from the SEO industry. You know, I don't think that's realistic. But
3: Well, I'll tell you it, what, from from this whole this this whole controversy, the Google Bean gate, I've heard it called. Um um, Lisa Barone wrote an article on OutspokenMedia.com dot com that really was to me was an outstanding analysis of this. From the this hurt Google more than it hurt Bing's perspective, and, and she had some really really good points about you know why it was done, how it was done, and how it was just really hypocritical. I guess was the main thing. Um, yeah, yeah, so, but
4: but is anyone talking about thin content anymore this week?
3: Yeah, no. exactly. And that you was know, part like, of that was exactly you know, you part of the put
4: you got to put your tinfoil on here and, and be curious at the fact that, you know, right off, the, if you watch that presentation again, and I watched it again this morning, the very first thing the moderator says, he says to Matt, he says, what about tin content? He, he said, the story came out this week about Bing copying, Google copying Bing's results. Uh, we also had a lot of complaints about Google's uh, poor quality results. Matt, can you speak to the poor quality results? Matt goes, yeah, Bing stole our He never actually talked about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but right on to attacking the Bing guy. And, and yeah. you've got to put your tinfoil on at some point. Love you, Matt. But you've got to put your tinfoil on at some point. And like I said earlier about the algo change, there was this announcement about thin content one week, then an announcement pointing to it the next week that was really about attribution, not about thin content and And then, of course, hijacking the Bing sponsored session that wasn't actually a Bing presentation yeah <laughs> they, nice they were nice to have to have Google on, and Google freaking was ready to hit' them. you know and they put it <laughs> out and, and keep in mind this story went out on search engine land before it even went on to to google's blog exactly and, and there's, that's there's not a- that's not by accident the day of you're doing a thing with with Bing. Come on.
3: Well, if you if you listen to Danny, Danny explains the timing behind it. He he claims that it was not specifically timed that way, but I'm I'm with you, David. There's no possible way this was a coincidence. It was just too perfect.
4: <laughs> yeah, these these guys are too smart for that to be an accident. You know what yeah. I mean? And so, you know, uh, and I I can't really speak about anything, but I do get the sense of from talking to some people at Google that. There's there's a fire under everyone's ass in the search quality team, and Matt's <laughs> a subset of that. You know, what I mean, Matt works under the search quality team. You know, yeah, and there's it, a bit of a fire under everyone's ass since since you know SEOs complained about results for a long time, but now it's getting into the Washington Post and it's getting into more mainstream areas. Yeah. You got to think some sort of concerted effort here.
3: Yeah, and when Matt publicly states, "Hey, we're getting some resources back." To our search quality team, you know that they were taking away resources. To me, that implies, wait a minute—they took away resources from search quality, and he has to get them back. It's like
4: wow—they um, they went to Google Maps.
3: Um, they were and they were just kind of local.
4: Yeah, they were on loan to Google Maps, and so now they're back on his team. Well, they,
3: well, I hope they loan them back to Google Maps too. So maybe <laughs> just split them up. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they definitely need
0: more help there, but then you know they got to keep their foundation. You know, the foundation is crumbling. There's no doubt.
4: At least any, a little bit. It,
3: it, it, there's as there's anything, they say in the horse world, you go,
4: with the, you go with the girl who brought you to the dance,
3: you know. yeah. So, but Which is how they got here. True, but if there's anything you can game at Google right now, it's Maps.
0: <laughs> oh, it's bad. It's really yeah. bad. Uh, I never thought uh, they'd ever run out of resources, but, you know, they, they seem to be.
4: We, we did a show with uh, Mike Blumenthal, uh, Andrew Schaub, and... They were both complaining about it. So, but sadly to say, yeah, the resources are going back over to the, the main span team for now. So I okay. think, and then you then you got to look at the, the CEO change. You know what I mean? So there's new management yeah. stuff coming down the hooks. You know, um, there's those that I've talked to that say that, that, that Paige is apparently a in-your-face kind of guy. Right. So it's very interesting.
3: I read some stuff about Eric Schmidt. They saying that literally for the past year, he's been trying to get his own television show. He's actually just filmed, he's yeah. filmed he's filmed a pilot that crashed and burned, and now he's like trying to do another one. So it's like he, he didn't he didn't leave.
4: Well, the guy was a quote machine, man. I did yeah. a weekly show, and we were really sad once he stepped down because that guy was a he was great.
3: You know, he's the guy says that everyone
4: should change. Their, they should be allowed to change their name when they're twenty, so they can get a, a new social graph. grab. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, you know what? We better
0: tie up things here. But uh, is there any last words there for me, uh, both of you guys,
3: it's John? I, I want to say, uh, you know, that you got Dave is a great guy. I've, I've got some friends that are religiously following and, and joining and participating in the SEO dojo. And I've definitely from, I, I unfortunately haven't had a chance to get in there myself, but from everything I hear, it's great. I definitely say if you get a chance, go check it out.
4: Well, the, guy, the the chat room is like old school IRC, you know what I mean? We're all just sort of hanging out yakking now, you know,
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That is awesome. Well, I'm really happy to meet you, David. I haven't had a chance to meet you in person, but it's nice to have oh, you on the perfect. show. And Another Canadian. We got a Canadian yes.
1: Because
3: <laughs> you're ganging up on me.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. You need it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt uh, who manages the SEO team at Sierra Interactive, and David Henry, a.k.a. the Gypsy, owner of the SEO Dojo, thank you for joining us today. Um uh, Henry, what's – or Henry, sorry. David, what's your uh, Twitter ID?
3: <laughs> oh, the Gypsy. That's it, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Awesome. And John? I'm at John Carcutt.
0: And I'm at Ross Dunn. And we'd love for more questions. We've got a few already for the next show, which is great. And uh, we're looking forward to, to next week. So have a great week, everyone. Remember, we're at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern every Monday.
3: Have a great one. Thanks for listening, everybody.